Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Expect from a Hello and welcome to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jared Freed. I'm Jordana Abraham. We're back. We're back. We we took another week off of taping. We tape them kind of like in blocks, yeah. right? So we're refreshed, right? We are. Now we're going to be on a roll. I just want to say I, I'm meeting a lot of fans, and they are on the road. S- <laughs> on the road. <laughs> on the road. It sounds so Basically ridiculous. On tour. On tour. Um, I, I, but I'm meeting people. Like I'm out at night at shows, and I, mm. you know, I feel like I get to, you know, see them. Out and in the flesh, in their natural environments, in their natural sort of. vodka sodaness, right. you know. So I, I, I want to thank people for whoever I've been meeting and coming out to shows and stuff. So like I was in Tampa Bay and like there were so many people there that were like, we love it, we're so into it, and that's so awesome. So that's awesome, uh, and it makes going to weird places like Tampa Bay more fun to know that people kind of know you and are happy to see you. So that's very cool. Thank you for listening and thanks for rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Is Look that the it. correct order? I got Jordana yeah. into it too. Now it's just a tick in my head. I just fall asleep. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> it feels like everyone's getting that way. But yeah. uh, but listen, um, we only say it because we mean it. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. Touch it. Play with it. Go, That's what go he to said. town. Go yeah, to town. Go to town on that. iTunes. Uh, you up podcast and listen take a screenshot of you listening to the show and put it as your Instagram story do me that favor because that's the most uninvasive way to tell a friend instead of going up to someone and being like ah oh, listen I listen to this podcast and they go oh, I got my podcast you know they get weird right people get weird about podcasts because they feel like they're behind you just, know just put it on your Instagram story Instagram stories make it a thing um, and you know and let people know because that's how this keeps growing and keeps going it is. So our topic today was brought to us by um, a listener who had a who okay. wrote in with an email. She said, uh, "Hey Dub J, love Dub J, love it. Absolutely love the podcast. And don't worry, I've been paid. I've been paid you all in full via referrals. Thanks. Uh, my question is: I am totally. Am I totally crazy for being annoyed by the dating app guy who seems like he will never make the ask for the date and weirded out by the guy that asks after no time at all?" Is your girl too picky? Thanks. Uh, uh, I think this is a very common issue that women have with dating apps where we're like, we're either like no one talks or the guy asks, the first thing the guy says is that he asks you to like meet up or are you free tonight or one mm-hmm. of those things or you're talking for like a week and a half and like he doesn't ask you for your number to do mm-hmm. anything and then you're like, I don't really feel like just tech, just like speaking on this thing and not meeting someone in person it seems like every kind of conversation you have on an app where you're not like making a plan to meet up kind of feels like you're just like having a very boring conversation sure i i I think what we do wrong Mm -hmm. is that we're not thinking of these app conversations in the context which they're being had okay you're meeting more people than you've ever met in your entire life okay our parents never got the chance to meet this many single people Thumbs doing a lot of work. A lot of work. So think of the app as a bar in your pocket. 
you if you started talking to someone in a bar and you didn't like the conversation, you'd say, I gotta go to the bathroom, I'm leaving. Yeah. I think this whole idea of like I think for whatever reason, because we text friends and family, we put these texts with people on these apps on the same level. So it's not. These are random people you're coming in contact with because you've kinda had like a little bit of a you know, you had a little a little you know, little thing in your in your your tummy that says, I kinda wanna fuck this person. And that's what started it. For guys, yes. For guys, but I'm saying for girls too. Like I, <laughs> for girls, it's like I kind of maybe would date this person. I see this person yeah. as an option, as yeah. a viable right. option. And, and you're doing that with more people than we've ever had to do that with. So let's not get on a high horse and have too much pride with these things. Okay. Let's say to ourselves, because I see it with a lot of girls, um, guys I'm sure do this too. I don't even know if it's a pride thing, though. I don't think it's like, oh, like, why, like, isn't he asking me out? I'm so great. It's kind of like a, like, there's guys who, like, jump the gun too soon, mm-hmm. and it's like you want to have, like, a tiny bit of, of conversation with them, but then there's guys that are just, like, not pulling the trigger well, and, like, making a move. Well, to this point, there's no, there's a middle ground. It's right. not black and white. So okay. let's get one thing straight. Okay. It's not like six texts and I have to have a date. If you're doing that, you're wrong. Right. If it's I don't do the, I don't talk over the app. Let's just go out. That's wrong too. I agree. That's wrong. Wrong as well. I think that. That's one, but I think that there's a on the, both sides. There's sort of like a standard, mm. and then like there's people who are reaching outside of the standard, and well, they get like, here's sort why. Of, well, here's and they why either guys, get creepy or like or annoying. Well, here's why guys do it. Mm-hmm. What we're trying to do is build trust in either by, scenario. In either scenario, but we're right. trying to. If the conversation goes too long, we're trying to build trust little by little so that we can text you late at night and you feel like you know us and you can come over and hang out with us late night. Okay, that's just <laughs> so. Don't do that. So, so, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. if you're if, like, we all like, we're guys aren't stupid and girls aren't smarter than us, and and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all we're all the same. So a guy knows when this conversation has gone too long. We're not uh, like just not in touch with this. We we right. understand. So why? Like, wh- so what? What is your game plan for the? It's just to keep talking. There really is then, no game plan. There's no plan at all. <laughs> there's no plan at all. Okay. It's it's and also we have to also. Are there admi- some girls that you're asking out and some girls that you're not? I think some conversations. The the problem that I have is some conversations are just fine, right? And they don't move me to ask on a date. Okay, and I think we. I think that's okay. I think that's okay to leave that conversation to be like, you know what? I have a lot of conversations on here. I'm going to move on to find a better one. Okay. And but how long will you be talking to someone before you make that this judgment? Is the, well, this is the problem. When do you end this? When do you walk away from it? When do you, you know, when do you walk away from an investment that's no good? Right. You know, when do you cut like your losses. Cut yeah. your losses. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of times in the what did you do this weekend? What did you do this weekend? Oh, nothing, nothing much. You? How's your night? What's your night? Oh, I'm so hungover. Oh, I'm so hungover. Uh, 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 done. And right. then we're nowhere. Mm-hmm. Those conversations, we're just what we're doing is we keep them up because no one else is talking to us we haven't found a better one to leave for right. and, only and as loyal we, as your options we right. have yeah. to feel good we have to admit that it feels good to get a text no matter who it's from it's like opening a gift right right you open it, it definitely up. feels better when it's from some people than than from others absolutely yeah. but this is like an option that you've you know had that little inkling with right. and you're trying to see if this is someone that feels good i've had conversations on the app that i'm like wow this person and i we need to go out because of the conversation just because right. it's gone really well like we seem to have a vibe we're getting each other's jokes you're not going to match with everybody you don't have a time span in which no. like you're like it, it, 
there are I'll, mo- I'll give it this long and then if it's I don't really feel like there's a I back mean, and forth I don't know if you've done this but I've definitely done this where I've gone on dates because I felt like I had to because the well with girls mostly it's like the guy who asks so yeah I guess so I guess we've but like with an app person yeah right where I'm talking so long or we're going back and forth so much that it's the shit or get off the pot moment I'd, I'd kind of prefer to just go on the I feel like well from what I remember from being on online dates sure I remember kind of it was kind of like these conversations you have a million of the same conversations yep. right it's like all the same shit like like you just said how was your weekend mm. blah 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 no one really gives a shit I don't know this person so I don't actually give a shit how their weekend was sure right but it also takes a lot of effort to make like kind of like a funny back and forth question like thing totally. going on there's like you have to like i mean you have to be like on in order to do this thing and it's like i don't really want to do that with like 50 people that i'm speaking to have like i'd rather meet them know within the first five minutes of them if there's like a thing there and if not just like move on with like like cross them off the list and keep going i feel like the toss the talking like excessively thing gets like a little bit like it's also like you can have a great conversation with someone i'm a strong believer in like a pheromonal connection kind of thing okay you can have a great conversation with someone for like a while you go and you meet them there's just no like there's there's something's not totally there and then it's like you're like kind of it's kind of annoying almost because it's like you built up this like kind of exciting thing and then it's just not really there and you're there and it really I feel like five minutes in person is like all you really need to know if yeah, you're going to Yeah, but no like date is five minutes. That's true. Well, that's <laughs> so the annoying thing. This the annoying is the annoying thing. part. Like, you're signing up for at least an hour. Right. I think... You're paying, so you're, I get why you're yeah, a little more... So, but this is like... I'm like, yeah, like, we should just go out. Like, when right you, buy, you buy me a drink, and then, like, we decide if this is working or not. Isn't this great? <laughs> right. Isn't this fun? You know? But that's why I think that there's levels to these things. And I think a lot of... Like, I get a lot of... Uh, like, I'll talk... Like, I, I wrote this down because we were... I, okay. I wrote this down. Um, you wouldn't just like go out with someone because they were like hot, you know. Like you would, but like hypothetically, you'd be like, okay, hot, and we could talk, right? You know, so you hot and something else, yeah, yeah, hot and something else. And you and and just to say, like, I get a lot of girls who go, I'm not good at this. That's a cop out. That's a cop out. You right. and and there's levels. Match. I'm not good at this means I don't I'm not putting effort into I'm not this. putting any effort like in someone this. who says and I'm one of these people I'm like I'm not good with I always say this I'm not good with names yeah, yeah. I per, it's like yeah because I don't give a shit about yeah. enough of, enough about you to remember your if name that person if I matter to you right I would remember your name yeah. like not being I'm not good at texting I don't give a shit about texting you, you. yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. not good at the apps I don't care about them. that's what right. I'm saying there needs to be a middle ground of vetting because like you said, there's. A, let's think of this in numbers because let's take emotion out of it. Okay, your time is valuable, right? Your your Wednesday Thursday night that you do the first date that's a valuable night to you. Whether it's going out with friends or it's staying home and relaxing and getting your me time, yeah. And then also the money spent to go on these dates. I'm not trying to desexify this, but that is something that is being worked into the calculation of your brain, whether you want to admit it or not. I understand and that. So when I talk to someone, I want to know. Is this the person for me to go out with? Not everyone's great. Everyone's great. You're all special snowflakes. For someone. Yeah, Yeah. for someone. But maybe not for me. Right. And, And listen, when you go, I'm not good at this, why would I want to fuck you? (laughs) <laughs> like, well, why would I want to let's right. take it let's let's extract it out right. you know what I mean well, we're why, saying I'm not look good at that effort like, you put into can that can you put all the work into this and then I'll see if I have a good time being entertained by you to- right. yeah why don't you, you know, dance for me clown right is what a lot of people do and I think here's the here's the answer to her question okay you're not too picky 
that's the first thing girls need to stop doing is they give these like I, I think like it sounds crazy to me what you're saying where you're like I just want to know in person for five minutes like I, mean, I don't want to know in person I want to know if we're good here and then we'll go to the next level maybe we're not good at this right but you the annoying thing is is that you could be good at this and bad in person I'd rather it be that way than the other way around then, like I like I, I don't see it goes backwards. If you're bad at the texting back and forth, if there's nothing to talk about there, why would it be better in person? Maybe you've got that chemical thing. I'm going to smell <laughs> that, right. That terrible. Yeah, that <laughs> this terrible is what I'm thing. saying. Why? Like I just don't think. I think it happens one way and not the okay. other. I think it could be that we're. I think it goes. We're good over text. Okay, let's see if it works out in person. And if we're bad over text, we're probably not. Like, like let's look at the numbers right. on that. Well, I'm, well, then I'm saying, like, how? What is, what is the? I feel like there should be some sort of standard length of time for for figuring that out before you're like, here's either my, like I'm going to ask her out or I'm going to move on. Here's my standard: take hard rights. I think what people need to start doing. You got to zig when people are zagging. Okay. Okay. On these apps, how was your weekend? Listen, I'm not going to hate on you for doing, hey, how was your weekend? I think that's a fine opening line. I think that gets you started. It's got to start somewhere. Right. If there's nothing on their profile to talk about, then that's what you have to say. My brother sent me a picture of a girl he matched with uh, this week. He, I was like, wow, fucking hot. Uh, you got <laughs> to okay. message this girl. He sends me a picture. I go, what's her bio say? Because he's like, what should I say? What should my opening line? I go, let me see her bio. He shows me the bio. It's just an Instagram name and a Jewish, uh, Jewish star. Okay. So I'm like, I got nothing here. Like, I, and listen, I'm a I write. I'm a comedian. Looking, looking forward to Passover. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the thing. Like, you know, you don't want to sound too Jewy. You don't want to go too get, Jew. Getting rid of all yeah. the uh, leavened bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cleaning out the pantry. How's that going? What is this thing? Like, what does he do there? Like, right. in the opening line situation, it's like. If he goes to Passover, then it's like, oh, I gotta fucking be deal with then the Jew. on the Jew road, right? Yeah. yeah. Or if he goes, not you know, if he if he goes, uh, hey, just checked out your Instagram. Now he's some creep right. <laughs> that looked through all our stuff and was like, you know. So <clears throat> I said to him, I go, you just gotta open. Yeah. Just open so you can get this going. Hey, how's the weekend? And then she says, and then you're looking for someone. If you're attracted to someone, you're looking like as a guy. If I wrote to a girl, how was your weekend? And she wrote me. Oh, I did this at this place, and I hated this place. There we go. I got stuff to work with now. Right. Emotion, pl- you know, thing plus emotion thought, right. and thought yeah. means effort. Moving the com- it's moving the conversation along. Sure. A lot of times, right. if you say nothing much, you... Right. That's a stupid response. Because, first of all, no one really cares how your weekend was. They're just uh, trying to get it right. going. Yeah, they're just trying to get into a topic that's not that. Yeah, when you play tennis, when you volley in tennis, and the person starts the volley, and they get the ball to you, you don't blame them for when you f- hit it into the net. Right. And that's what a lot of people are doing. They're like, nothing much you. Oh, this guy sucks. He only asks how my weekend was. What, what, what the fuck? <laughs> What's he going to say? Give him something to work with. Give him something. So I'm saying, like, I think hard rights, what I mean by hard rights is when, if you come back to someone with emotional plus thing, that's always better than just nothing at all. Right. I feel this about this blank I did. Have you ever, um, have you ever, like, asked someone out, like, immediately? No. Never did. Do you know people who do that? Yeah. I know they're insane people. What's the deal with those guys? Insane people. They're just weird. Because you know what they are is uh, a lot of guys, what they'll do, if they have no personality, they'll put emotion in in place of personality. Okay. You're gorgeous. I love you. We should go out. A lot of guys do that. Yeah. They'll write that right away. And it's like, 
oh, that guy's crazy. That guy doesn't it just knows what women want to hear. And he's heard that on, you know, <laughs> women don't want to hear that like universally. They want to hear that like in the right in the setting right, from the right person. Totally right? agree. But I'm saying he's he's saying <laughs> he's just saying the thing that would work in a in right, a, in a, a generic, world, right, a generic, generic thing. World, yeah, that's why when you make I, I think like with these conversations, they got to be a little bit personal, not too deep. Right. And this is a hard I'm not saying it's easy. It's easier to give the advice than it is to take. OK, but I, I, I do think. Uh, we have to play this middle ground of like, and also in, you have to know when to cut bait. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this guy just asked me how my weekend was for the third weekend in a row. Okay, <laughs> time to fucking go. Right. I think girls are sort of also under the uh, under the false impression that like if they look hot in their profiles and that like then they look 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 good, the guy will just like ask them out. That there's no, they don't need really to like. You to like work the conversation until the actual date. It's a new world with way more options than can't, it used to can't be. Can't just slide by on the looks anymore. Not anymore. Right. Could have been. Could have worked for my papa. <laughs> could have gotten the date from your <laughs> grandpa. Could have gotten my yeah. grandpa. He would have said. I mean, like you see it from older guys now. Like older guys talk to me, and they'll be like, you know, they look at every girl. Right. And they're just like, oh my god. And then they're like, if I was on <laughs> Tinder, I'd be killing. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. No, yeah. you wouldn't. You'd be exhausted, <laughs> like I am. Right. You know, like you wouldn't want to deal with this shit. And it's like you are. There is a desensitization that's going on with the swiping that you're like, I've seen a lot of girls. Million hot I, girls, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, I, you want to he- hear something that you haven't heard before. Let me hear something I haven't heard before, but also like you know, also know that it can bomb. <laughs> you know, like it, it can also not be for the person if, you if, send if, it if to, not, which is good because then they move on, you move on, and then like you you save that night out. But this is also back to the advice of like, don't worry, you're not too picky, you're not too weird, right? You're not too picky. You're not too weird. And I think that's for guys and girls. Like, it's okay to say yeah. no to somebody. And it's also okay to be yourself and let that person say no to you. Yeah. Do like, it. Go for it. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow, so I love what Vegamore is doing, and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best-looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker-looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more, and I never run low on the the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. 
Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. Let's do another email. Yeah. You ready? You ready? Go. Hey, hi, Jared and Jordana. Firstly, y'all are great. Love the South. I fucking love the podcast. I'm a 21-year-old college study living in New York. The South of, of <laughs> New York. <laughs> Southern New York City. Southern New York City. Downtown. Cool. She's a college study. Okay. So maybe she's from the South. Sorry. I mean, who uses the word college study? And, and I've been single since high school. Oh, my God. I'm on the apps right now. A whole three years. Oh, how yeah. could you old wench? Uh, <laughs> I'm on the apps right now. And a friend was looking at my hinge profile and pointed out that saying yes to marijuana. My profile might make me seem like a stoner. I don't think of myself as a stoner. I'm a type A personality pre law soul cycle every day. <laughs> so, you know, she's cool. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, you went to Soul Cycle and told yourself you had a good workout for an hour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Soul Cycle is not a good workout. But, but I do smoke weed, a lot of weed. I just prefer doing that. But I do smoke a lot of weed. I just prefer doing that as a way to distress uh, than when one of my friends might have a glass of wine. I don't need other people in my life to smoke. But also, if someone's going to be a dick about it, we're probably going to have a lifestyle disconnect. Should I keep weed on my profile or wait until someone gets to know me and let them onto it? Uh, what do you think? I think if you... And then you, she wrote again, thanks, y'all. Definitely from the South. People from the South write, overwrite y'all. That's true. To they, let they you know. They find ways to incorporate y'all into totally. the thing. Totally. Like, who, however, when do you ever say you all? <laughs> y'all. From the North, you I, all. No, never, I've never, never said that. Right. But I, listen. Like, when what I do you all it, want to get for dinner? Like, no one's... What do you guys... You say what do you, you guys, guys? Yeah. Yeah, you like sound that. like a Jersey housewife. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I just said it. Now hey, I, you guys! No, I wish I had the y'all in my, my southern sweet tang. You immediately... <laughs> <laughs> immediately wanted hey, you guys <laughs> you sound like the, the, go the goonies, goonies. Um, <laughs> you guys. okay i think uh i think put it on there it sounds like she smokes a good amount she realizes that if someone doesn't smoke or doesn't like that about her she might not um be a fit i understand like how like you might not want to like put it all out there but like hmm. it's not like you're saying you do crystal meth i yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yes, there's a crystal, crystal meth, meth emoji. Yes, <laughs> I, 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 I totally agree. I, yeah. I, uh, I've never seen the smoke weed. Yes, and thought, oh my god, I'm gonna have to go to a lot of Grateful Dead concerts. <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> if I can handle this. I don't yeah. Know, yeah, yeah, but I do ask about. I'll be like, you know, I, I, I have asked about drugs on dates. Like, yeah. do you smoke weed? What? And you can always see by the answer, like what, and also like I. You are you, and you are fine. Let's stick to that right. motto. Yeah, with there's this nothing stuff. wrong if you smoke every day, yeah. or if you don't, you'll find someone who likes that. You are you, and you are fine, right. and I think that's a better motto to go by, because a lot of girls, I, I think a lot of girls, are, and guys, and I think on these dating apps, we start asking ourselves, why won't they? Right. And then we should reverse the question. What am I, like? Why won't I? You know? Right. Like, if she right. goes on the date, 
and it's like, well, why, well, why won't they like me if I don't if I smoke weed? And it's like, who gives right. a fuck? Right. You should be looking for someone who is interested in dating someone who is like you. Yeah. Right. Or doesn't really affect them. Or also, like you know, also the way if you're a ha- a good weed hang. That's as that's the same thing as being a good alcohol hang, and you could be a bad weed hang and a bad alcohol hang. Yeah, I think the idea is like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think girls are sort of have this. Maybe all people in dating sure. have this mentality. That's like, yeah, like the person might not mind it once they get to know me, but like, I don't know if maybe like they would they would think of that as a red flag, like in the dating thing. But then like they get to know me, and it's fine. Like I don't know if I, I feel like if I knew someone smoked like constantly i don't know if i'd be like it would, i wouldn't it wouldn't be like a turn on for me but like if i like them it wouldn't matter but that's a different thing than hearing it off the bat oh i smoke right. weed you'd be like oh okay cool and then you find out a month later you're like oh this guy smokes every day and before you know to get through work he'd be like right. okay this is a different story but yeah. that's a, i think that's totally different i i mean if we were to play red flag or deal breaker someone has i smoke weed in my profile it would be a nothing thing to me right how would you feel um I think it, it, enough to put it in the profile would would maybe be for me. It might, might not just be a match for me. I don't really smoke. Interesting. So like maybe it, I can understand how it might. But then it's good that I don't go out with him because like someone there's other people that don't care about that at all. Or other sure. people who smoke often and don't and like prefer that in a. But partner. it's interesting that you see in the profile and you're like right. ah this is a guy who thought enough of weed right. to make this a part of the if ten things profile. they put right. in his profile, which is fair. That I, I do agree with. that. Yeah, but if like if it's kind of like if I met someone out and I didn't never saw the profile and then we hung out and they they have they told me they smoke a few times a week mm. or something like that like i wouldn't it wouldn't be a deal breaker for well, me here's where it changes for me knowing right. the hinge app the way i do that question to me isn't like something they shoehorned in right knowing other there's apps like, right there's like a little thing yeah and there's a click. there's yeah. a place for it so right. i'm like you're okay. prompted for it yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah so like okay cool but knowing the other apps if you had to write Smoke weed every day. Whoa, Snoop. <laughs> <laughs> I think I gotta rethink. I don't think we're gonna have a good time. I don't think we're gonna because I'm not like a weed guy myself. Like I, you know, right? I don't mind. Listen, I'm cool. Listen, everyone, I'm cool. We're, we're cool. We're, yeah, we're we, down. We're down with all the hip. We sound people. the least cool. I've, <laughs> I've smoked many joints in my many life. Many a joint. Many a joint. Yeah. No, I, I, I got into the pen for a second. The pen, yeah. and then I um, had to stop because I was eating everything. Yeah, I smoked a lot in college. I'm very cool, just to reiterate, very cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I took an but, edible, and it nearly ruined my life, and I was like, I think I'm done with this. You're done with weed altogether? Or Not weed altogether, but like an edible. I, I took an edible, and then it kicked it. I was watching Get Out, and it kicked in. I love that movie. You do? Yeah. You probably I, didn't like it because you were all high and paranoid. So <laughs> fucking paranoid. And the, you know when it kicked in? Right when they were clinking the cup? Oh, yeah. Right when that the part mom is was creepy. Click, clicking the yeah. cup, that's when it hit in. That's and the I worst had to stop time. the movie and I had to go outside and, like and get a breath of fresh through air. through space? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, And then I was like, I'm going to die. I won't wake up tomorrow. And I was like, why yeah. am I doing this to myself? What, what the fuck am I, you know, I don't need this in my life. But. <laughs> that being said. <laughs> that being said, good weed, for you. Weed emoji on the Hinge profile, no big deal. Anyway, the whole point is that, like, there, there's people who like that about people. I know people who date people who really love smoking and want to date someone who smokes or people sure. who don't care and they don't care either way. Well, you might this as well, is an, well, this is an uncomfortable and fun topic for this, this show. Drugs are out there. 
Like, I mean, like, you know, if we want to like Say be, the coolest people you know. Yeah, yeah, like, listen, the most, you know, there are people out there that are doing recreational types of drugs. Right. Okay. How do you react to that? Like, if you went on a date with a guy and he, and you were like, do you have that conversation about what they do? For drugs on a first date, would you have that conversation? I don't know if it would. I feel like I would. I would have that conversation whenever it kind of like came up. Yeah. Or like when I don't know if it's like it's almost like drugs aren't like that big of a part of of my life, so I can't. I so I wouldn't even think I think to bring mm-hmm. that up. But like if maybe if they were, I would bring it up sooner. Yeah. I don't. I feel like I would wait for it to like organically come up. But you can date people who have different drug habits than you. It's not like the end of the world. I don't think it's the end of the world. I went on dates with this one girl who was like, this was like way back before mm-hmm. like prescription drugs were like known as this like crisis. Right. And she was like, yeah, I just love taking. How old are you, Jared? I'm 85. <laughs> This was 85 years ago. Back when we were smoking opium yeah. in, our, in, the, in our dens. Yeah. yeah, that was we yeah. had a big long pipe. <laughs> uh, no, she was like, t- like she was like, I love painkillers, and I was like, Oh wow, really? And I, I kind of had this moment. Where I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know people did that. You know, like I like this is how foreign it was right. to me. I, I feel mean, like, I'll take an occasional Xanax. I, I don't mean, know if that listen, counts. I, did, I don't think this, <laughs> I don't think this is what she was talking because I right. was like. What do you like? And I was more interested. I was like, "What do you like about it?" It kind of was sexy to me for a second. Like oxy. <laughs> I think she was. Doing, and one night she brought over and we like oh. sat there and it did nothing for me. Like I, I just itched. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I and, had a surgery once and I took one after that. I did get itchy and like kind of paranoid. Yeah, but, but I mean, when I hear like, was that a turn off for you? Or you thought it was hot? It's sadly hot to me. I, I, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta say, I like the idea. Jared likes a smoking oxy user. Yeah, I want a fucking addict. Yeah. Uh, no, I, 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 not to make fun of you know if you're going through shit, but I, I, uh, I do think there's a sexiness to being open to the idea of a fun night that could go in different directions. I agree with that. I think there's there's a little bit of a difference, but I agree. I I don't like someone who's like. Someone, I think we had, would you rather, like, would you date, like, a virgin or would you date someone who's, like, never done drugs or never never mm-hmm. drank? And, like, there's nothing wrong with that implicitly, but I feel like the downness to try something, assuming you don't have some crazy addictive personality, sure. means you've, like, lived a little. Yeah. And there's something hot about just even just, like, being down to try stuff, maybe not doing it excessively. I have a friend. I have a, I have a friend, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and I know this about them. Um, married. They're married. Great, fun people. Okay. Once every like three months, as a married couple, they have what they call adult night, and they get <laughs> they a hotel. Kids? No kids. Yet. Okay. So every it's, night is adult night. Every night, okay. but they like have like we're gonna be fucking animals, and they and I they I know they get like a hotel room, they get some drugs, some drugs. Okay. Every time I say drugs, I feel eighty years old, uh, <laughs> and they just have. Like they do pot, ru- they pot, maybe some other stuff. Okay. They'd have like a romp of a night. Okay. And I heard that from them and I'm like, they're going to be fine forever. <laughs> like I, can go just there because together. The, the idea that like, they're like keeping, I think marriage and relationships are more practical. Keeping it fresh. Yeah. And it's more practical than it is emotional. So like the idea of like being like, this is the night that we really go and become different people, but we're together doing it is, is the idea of like keeping a sexiness and keeping an excitement alive. And like, you know, I, I just thought that that hearing that about them, I was like, man, that's a, that's a great idea. 
Like right. there was something like uh, smart about it that kept like it kept the Sunday where they're eating you know eight hundred million calories together you know in context with the uh, the the Saturday that they might you know be dressed up and go for like a night where they become like the sexual version of themselves right. Okay, yeah, I think so, that's cool. Uh, so what I, I'm saying is lines, say yes right. to drugs. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, there's a, it's okay with you don't want to do drugs. You're, you're, you're still dateable, even if you're clean. Sure. But, I just, being too against yeah, anything is yeah. just uh, is annoying. Right. Or being, yeah, being too... If you can also not do things yourself and not be judgmental about people who have done stuff in the I had past. a buddy that stopped drinking, and he's the best buddy in the world because you'd wake up in the morning and be like... You call him, be like, "What happened last night?" And his first thing every time he say, every time you talk to him, he go, "You were great." That was his opening line, and it was just nice to have that when you're waking up, being like, "Oh, I, I, I said this, I said that, I wore, I wore this, I, you know, I talked." Must to be this so girl. much fun to be the guy that gets to just watch that. He, I mean, it must feel like he's at the zoo, right? You know, <laughs> and, and watching an exhibit on animals. Um, but he, uh, but he, but he's a guy that doesn't drink and doesn't judge. You know, he was just like, "You were great. This happened. This is something you might want to look out for." Like he was like more like, you know, console, right? Which was nice, like your trainer. Sure. The non-judgy trainer. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Let's do another email. All right. Uh, hi, you guys. Love the podcast so much. It's like listening to a soothing Yom Kippur sermon without the guilt. <laughs> would, love, <laughs> would love your advice on something that I've been overanalyzing over for a month. What do you think about wishing exes a happy birthday? My ex broke up with me for his job and, and moved, but it's complicated and was drawn out with, with texting and hooking up. And now he's ghosted me and disappeared. His birthday is this month, and I feel like it's... It equally sends different messages to send a text or not. If I do, then the ball's in his court and I'm opening myself up to being more hurt slash him thinking I'm still obsessed. If I don't, I seem vindictive. Anyway, you can see I'm battling with something really stupid and would love your advice anyhow. Thank you in advance. I love this email. Yeah. You know why I like this email? Because it's just like very sign of the times. Very, um, right. I hear where she's coming from. You have these people that you're connected to, but not connected to. Right. It's one of those things where you feel like you're like, you kind of seem stupid, like for even asking. But Sure. And, I, and I've and i been there with exes where I'm like, do I send the happy birthday text or I've gotten it? Right. And I've thought like, what do they think of this? I think the, I, the, the minute I read in this email, my ex broke up with me is the minute I know the birthday wish isn't just a wish. 
Yeah, it's a hope. It's a hope. Yeah. And anytime you think, what will someone think of this text? It's not, that's not what you're, the that's text not why isn't you're what sending you're, it. Exactly. Right. You're sending it in the hopes that it restarts something or it ignites something or well, it gets the conversation Whatever flowing. it may be. And even right. if you don't feel that way, it is that way. Right. Um, I think with these breakups, and this is something I've been thinking about a lot lately, is you got to disconnect. There's no, you, just because you don't wish someone a happy birthday doesn't mean you don't want the best for them. Right. It doesn't mean you're some like bitter shrew who's no. like sitting there. Like for them anyway, I don't think they're thinking like she didn't wish me a happy birthday. She must be like so fucking petty. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're thinking about who didn't wish you a happy birthday, you have like some other issues anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote a, a Facebook. I wrote down a list and I cross-referenced <laughs> it with everyone that I wished a happy birthday yeah. to and there are some that well, did not My family, up. every time it's one of our birthdays, if we cut, like if I'll call my dad, I'll be like, Happy birthday! Go okay. Checked you off. You know, like you got it in. I did write a Facebook status two years ago at twelve oh one, the day after my birthday, saying thank you for all your birthday wishes. And then it was like a long manifesto about how much I hated all the people who didn't wish me a happy birthday. (laughs) Was that was that a joke or was that a joke? I didn't give a fuck. But but it's because of all the people that post like thank you so much to everyone. So I wrote thank you to everyone that thought of me and to the people who didn't. Listen, and don't you well, dare write uh, happy belated in the comments yeah, of this. Like, it's it was too like fucking late. <laughs> yeah. Go home. Just like, the, the thing with the axes, and I think you could, I'd like to hear your opinion, Jordana, on this. I think you break up with someone, unsubscribe. They're totally. done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I mean, we've had this discussion in terms of like Instagram and Facebook, Facebook and seeing all their shit. And I've, yeah, anytime I've wished an ex a happy birthday, it was because, um, it was it was because I was I wanted to to restart a conversation. Sure. They don't need your fucking excla- happy no. birthday exclamation point. You think that's gonna make them feel like <laughs> loved on that day? Like well, it's not it's not a, it's not about that. You know, like it's to show someone that you care that you still care is to send that and well, like if, well, even if you do care, you should pretend to not for as long fake it till you make it until you actually don't. Totally. And and the other thing is we're gonna stop breaking up a thousand times. Right. Break up once, move the done. fuck on, yeah. it's done. Um, your happy birthday is just another one, uh, is just another start of a conversation that's going to end with, I don't know, I don't know, th- you know I, don't, I think we should be friends, but maybe we could fuck one time. Like, yeah. it's, that, that's not what you want out of this. Did you get a, have you ever gotten a happy birthday from an ex? Yeah. How'd you feel? Thanks. <laughs> I, I don't know. Thanks. You're very good at the cutting I'm and moving cut on. Yeah. I, I, if it ends, it ends. I've had one. I've had a couple of scenarios where I've not been as good, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I've been pretty good about ending things uh, that I've with people I've like fully been right. dating and like in with. But I, I do think um, we get in the position right now with this social media stuff and with texting, where it's so easy to get in contact that we're like, oh, it's it, the ease of con- getting in contact isn't reflective of of how big a thing you're doing. Right. You know, like... It oh, is, a, because it is a big thing. Yeah. Right. If you're you reinitiating per- contact. Yeah, right. Totally. And you wouldn't even know when their birthday was if it wasn't for all yeah. the other social media. Yeah, and if you broke up 15 years ago, the only way you could tell them happy birthday was if you, like, gave them a call or saw them in person and, like, you probably weren't doing either of those. And you would say to yourself, oh, that's too big a deal. Right. Since texting's so easy, you're like, ah, it's just a text. Yeah, but it's just a text that you're sending to someone that you used to see genitals of. Right, and you're clearly like not 
totally, totally over in this case, it sounds yeah, like. I, if you're thinking about how it makes you look, you're not over it. Because if you don't give a shit, you're not thinking about and that. And also, like, here's the uh, thing, uh, uh, something that I try to abide by. And it's very easy advice to get. Again, easy advice to give, tough to take, because I've been right. guilty. You're not the janitor of other people's emotions. Okay? okay, you don't. You're not in charge of cleaning up someone's life and making them feel good. You're in charge of making yourself feel good and the people you love and interact with every day, face to face. So, what he thinks if you didn't send a happy birthday text is his fucking problem, not right. yours. Yeah, let him think whatever he wants to think because you're moving on, even though it sounds like you're having a tough time with it. Um, but yeah, I've had exes who've broken up with me wish me happy birthday. And what do you say? I say I say thanks exclamation point yeah. and I end the conversation there. And sometimes I don't want to. Sometimes that's a hard move for me to really? do. Yeah, I think I had experiences in the past where like um, they reach out. It's a it's convenient time for someone who's like kind of like felt like in the middle wishy washy yeah. to be like oh like let me let me reach out under this like seemingly like friendly non-random um, thing to like and I I mean that's all you, you want you want to seem non-bitter but in your head you're thinking a little like fuck you also you're doing it on the worst day you're doing right. it on a really reflective day yeah. of the like, year let me fuck up your whole day yeah <laughs> and, yeah. let me give you another thing to think about that you failed over the last year mm-hmm. Pe- birthdays are really reflect I get that way do you yeah because it's like it's a mark it's like the ultimate marker of time besides New Year's sure um, <laughs> when <laughs> well, you're like oh how how was my 20 28th year or whatever. How did I do? Did I accomplish goals? Did I get to where I want to be? Did I gain 30 pounds? You know, like there's all these things going through your head. Right. And to have another person come in and be like, well, happy birthday. Remember this thing that didn't work out? It's like, they don't need you. You're, right. you're, you're fucking, you're starting fires at a fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday. Hope all is well. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Sup, Jordana and J- hi, Jared. Let's get to this. <laughs> Weird opening. <laughs> Sup, Jordan? This is like, what is this? Your best friend? And then <laughs> my business acquaintance? Uh, they're, 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 they're making you feel like you got to earn it. I come to you with a dating conundrum. I've been dealing with for the last few years that I just can't seem to get be able to figure out. I'm a pretty normal late 20s guy living in Boston. Jared may remember me as the walking in bozo. Oh, this guy, <laughs> he sent an email to my podcast where it was like, he was like living in a house with a girl he hooked up with and we're like you gotta walk in walk in bozo just like be like Mr. Fun Guy oh okay (laughs) um while we were out in our uh, uh, while we were in our late twenties, my friends and I still kind of lived. The, we like we just graduated college last year, going out Friday and Saturday nights, boozing, avoiding responsibility. I think you get the picture. Here's the deal: basically, all my friends and almost everybody I know are in long term relationships. The overall friend group is mostly made up of of couples, and apart from one other girl, I am the only single one. Now, I do okay for myself in meeting, talking to girls. Over the last three or four years, I have had many one to three, maybe threes one to three to maybe six month long relationships as these progress I inevitably arrive at a point where I need to bail I just can't get myself to be someone's boyfriend these points usually come around uh, the same uh, points usually come around the same time they say something like oh you don't you think it's funny that we, I haven't met your friends or nor are you mine uh, I have very much liked all the girls I've dated in this time, but without fail, uh, when it's time to put up or shut up, I shut up uh, shop and let them know I am out. 
I always tell them the real reason, which is that I have a hard time opening up and being someone's boyfriend, and this relationship isn't the one to break that. I think my issue stems from not wanting to, my emotional well-being tied to another person and vice versa. I also want to be holding to someone, don't want to be beholden to someone else. I like having only having to worry about me on a given day. I do have several girls, girl space friends who, <laughs> I, like that he, that I have several girl Friends, who I think I date if given the right opportunity, though, do I need to be, uh, to be someone I know to be comfortable opening up? Am I scared of having my heart broken? Am I classically scared of commitment? Uh, why am I all of a sudden concerned by this? Okay, um, this is a very open and honest email, and I appreciate. Yeah, it very much. the vulnerability is very nice. It's um, nice to hear this from a guy. Yeah. I think um, I think a lot of guys kind of struggle with like this like commitment thing. Mm. I read a book once. It was it was actually very helpful. It's called Attached, okay, uh, which basically talks about like the different kinds of like attachment styles. And one is like um, there's anxious anxious attachment, which is pre- is predominantly associated with women, but men can have it too. Is like where you you become like very attached very quickly, and you become like a little clingy, and you become very dependent. Um, like you're looking for a mom. Like you're looking for you're looking for someone to be with you all the time, and you have mm. this romanticized uh, view of relationships, and you believe in things like love at first sight and that kind of thing. A lot of it really dates back to like your early childhood stuff. Okay. Um, which like I don't know if we really need to get into it this time. It might be for a different episode. Sure. Um, but what this guy has, what it seems to be, is an avoidant personality type. Okay. Which means you don't really get too attached to anything. You don't really believe in like. A soulmate, which is probably accurate, um, and you have you have a tough time. Just you have a broke tough, a lot of hearts, here, Anna. You have a tough time really committing to like any one real person, mostly because like you have this sense that that you need your space, or you're kind of that you have this thing sometimes where you're you're like romanticizing this like phantom ex, like this phantom person, or even the person you used to date, who sure. you're like they. No one's ever really living up to this person Or you get really close to someone And then you kind of like notice Start noticing all their flaws Everything they do kind of starts to annoy you Um, And you become You just have this like avoidant type thing Where you're kind of like afraid to get too close to anyone Mm -hmm. And that sounds like a lot like what this guy has And I think a lot of people A lot of girls too A lot of like anyone can be this person in the relationship The avoidant one Um, And it's tough And I don't think it's about any of these girls not being good enough Yeah I, but do you think he made a mistake of leaving any of them? Do you think he's no, avoiding any of them in a way that, you know, because I think that's somewhat what he's asking. Is he is he breaking up with these girls prematurely? I think that's that's possible in terms of like he's maybe like overthinking things that might irritate him about them or he go, becomes overly fixated on stuff that is annoying him mm. about them when really it's kind of like he's looking for these things or he's looking to like sabotage these relationships. Yeah. But, I mean, it could be that he hasn't met the right person, but I feel like if that's, like, a classic thing that he notices mm-hmm. that he gets a little close and then they, like, ask him to move forward and he's like, no, I want to get out, um, that seems like sort of a classical, classic avoidant tendency kind of thing. I kind I feel this guy. Okay. Like, I feel like him and I right. are... Uh, On the same page. Similar, well, similar page. What do you stuff. feel about about committing and, and getting, getting close to people? Do you feel like that's, like... I think... Um, a little bit of a tough it's thing tough for you for to do. It's tough for me too. I'm I'm the classic like eight month, ten month relationship guy, and then like I bail. Mm-hmm. Um, I do see eye to eye with this guy because one, he's he referenced all his friends being in relationships and being 
matched up. Right. So that can be concerning because I've been in that position where I'm looking around I'm like, wow, everyone just figured this out and I'm not. And then you come back to realize that some people it was the right decision and other people it was the wrong decision. In the same way, you know, the numbers kind of work out around you in the same way that they would have worked out for you. Right. You know, maybe some of the people that you were with, they should, they could have worked out forever. And some of the people, just like the no soulmate thing, right. I agree with. I think that a lot of people, different people could work out with you, but a lot of people cannot work out with you. So yeah. you, what he's going to no see, there's really. no guarantee. Yeah. And he's going to see that his friends are going to go through the same things that my friends have gone through uh, over relationships, working out and not working out. Well, yeah, to me, it just sounds like he's not really letting himself like go there. Mm. I haven't heard anything about like, yeah, I really like this girl. And like, I got a little hurt or like I, I he claims he would go with a friend like I, right. I don't like that I don't me. really even understand what you would just pick a friend and like <laughs> there's an episode of, there's an episode of friends actually where like I don't know they were so, like they, Joey decides he wants a girlfriend, so he just like picks one, like the first one that comes up to him. Yeah, the, the, um, it's kind of what he said with his like girlfriends. He's like, any of them I could see myself dating. Can I only open up to those people? Right. And I think, I think what happens for a lot of men, and this will sound however it sounds. Um, I think we ca- our goals aren't relationship driven. Um, so I think if you're not happy in your professional life. Um, and the way you are set up, you know, socially and you know, like with your like professional stuff, if you don't see that like as like on track and being able to fit someone into that life, you're not going to feel necessarily good enough about yourself to open up to someone else. So you feel like it's that you have to reach a certain point or someone would have to reach a certain point career wise where they could feel like confident in dating. I do think that that's a part of that because I really? do think there's this, you know the whether this is old school or not guys want to feel like they can take care for somebody or be in a position where their manliness is attached to what am I on the right career path right but what about the idea that you could grow and become this person that you want to be with someone totally with, that supports I, you I, and will I, help you get there instead of like having to like almost I feel like the way you're looking at it almost makes it seem like the relationship is like or the person is like the prize at the end of it for like figuring out of your, your all your professional shit. I mean, there is something to that, you know, because I think like the way guys are brought up is like, you know, look at look at all the like, uh, you know, a a number of the Me Too people. okay, Um, and not to get into like, I mean, this is a tough subject (laughs) to bring up. We'll we'll handle it as delicately and uh, and humorously as we can, as we can. But like you look at a lot of them are nerdy guys that achieved uh, fame and money and felt that sex was a transactional good to them right so they were you know so they thought oh i have money i have power now i use that power to get women and it's with you know and i think that's a that's lot also of, an old school right old school <laughs> thing so I'm, yeah. I'm saying like that you know less evilly than that right i'm not saying that this guy's thinking that way i think you can think that way and also be uh, a respectful man right um, is that hey I want to make sure that I am a worthy person for a woman to want to be with now and later in life right well that intrinsically ties your worth to your like professional achievements which I don't think is necessarily like really the right way to think not, about that maybe things. not healthy but at the same time like maybe this guy's like okay I think like for a guy like him I think he's concentrating on like I gotta find this girlfriend. Maybe if he concentrated on like, hey, I'm gonna do well at my job and the girl will come once I feel confident. 
Right. Like, I think that can be a healthy thing. I get it, but I don't know. He doesn't feel like he's not, the way he's describing it, it doesn't, doesn't sound, sound like, like he's, I'm just, I'm just, right, doesn't sound like he's necessarily not healthy. I, I see what you're saying. I think in an ideal relationship, it's not about, like, you're not dating based on, like, and I think in, in theory, everyone has, like, these, like, superficial things mm. that they'd like in a partner or that they'd like for themselves and they think that's going to really attract the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, all this, like, on-paper shit when really it's really just about, like, being that vulnerable person and, like, opening up to people and, like, letting yourself go there and letting yeah. yourself like that. And I, that was something that I think that I struggled with a lot in my, like, single days is, like, kind of wanting to seem like I totally had my shit together and was really successful and was doing really well, but also like not really being willing to like let my guard down or like, sure. Like let someone know that you don't have your shit together is almost, it's almost like letting, like being honest with the fact that you like feel that way or that you don't have your shit together or that you do have flaws and letting someone see those is like a much more attractive dating thing mm-hmm. than like, I'm like, but you don't want to do that to everybody. I have a, that- yeah, I'll, no, of course not like, to everyone, but it sounds like I'm saying he sounds like he's gotten into a few different like three, six month relationship yeah. things where that could have sort of like naturally, he could have naturally gone there with the person mm-hmm. and he decided not to because either he's, I don't know, he's like afraid of opening up or he like doesn't, there's something holding him back or maybe it's, I mean, it could possibly be that he's not with the right girl, but it sounds like he won't really let himself go there. Mm. And I get, you don't want to do that with everyone, but you want to do that with enough people where the timing is right, where you trust them enough where then even if you do get hurt and you do that it's like you had an experience you became close to someone maybe it won't work out but like whatever but and i think that's right and he probably needs to do that probably i need to do that like if i'm like talking to myself via this guy um i do also think that he needs to get out of his group and like i think he needs to start like running on a track that he's not thinking about these things all the time because now he's looking at the friend group as like, yeah, I'll just be with that one. Right. Well, <laughs> the, know, friend, like, the, the friend group is also a thing that I feel like it, it is a display of like a young person's mentality. Sure. Of like, they're not in my group. They're not in my, my crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I used to, I think that, that way about my college, like, I don't know if his friends are going to get along with my, like, you're like in your late 20s, just like date someone that's like you meet that's like not a friend of your camp friend or yeah. something. <laughs> get outside of it a little bit. Right. I, I, I do think that if he, I think for this guy, like, this isn't, a concern but like if you're dating like I think what you're saying is right if you're dating someone and there's a moment where it's like okay I tr- you have to be able to trust these people right and if you trust someone it's like okay why not let open up to them a little bit why not let them uh, and introduce them to a friend see and sometimes you know I've been more attracted to people by the way they interact with my friends Okay. You know, and I think that's something he's missing out on. Like, yeah. I think that's like a good first step for this guy is having a girl that when you date her, not saying just date any girl, when you date somebody and it'll happen because this guy sounds like a nice guy that'll find somebody. Um, why don't you do one friend time? See how it goes. And I think I think if I'm going to speak personally, I think this guy probably sees inviting a girl to meet friends is some something that tethers them closer together right. that creates and I think a lot of guys think this way. Oh my God, what will this breakup be like? You know, like, oh, I'm right. gonna be an animal. Like, oh, now she's met friends. Well, don't don't worry about that yet. Just you can't worry about right. that. You can't get worried about that. And I also think, in addition to the one friend group thing, it's like try when you're when you trust someone, when you're dating someone for a few months, and you feel like they're a good person, and you could like be honest with them, and try telling them something about yourself you wouldn't normally tell someone else. Yeah, that's really hard, especially if you're not used to it. 
like just like being real and being really open with someone and like letting them like that and letting them see or know something about you that's not super flattering yeah like that really is what brings you closer to like anyone and but i think also that's kind of tough because sometimes you're like what's my big thing <laughs> you know like you gotta figure it out it doesn't your have big... to be one day it could be like a little thing sure it could be like a little thing that you like kind of don't tell people because you're like a little ashamed of it and everyone has that and then yeah. you like tell them and you feel like a little unsafe but then like if the person's chill they're like usually more endeared to you i mean i've introduced uh yeah i've done that sometimes i've introduced girls to friends where i'm like they didn't get along and i was like there's something up the friend, to the female friends or the guy friends? Everyone. Yeah. Didn't work out. Yeah. And I was like, I went to my friend and I was like, what do you think? And he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, <laughs> he said, what do you, that's always a bad sign. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, uh, good to know. But. It's no. I don't know. I think friends before like the big reveal of like, and you know. It depends on, it depends on your kinds of friends. Depends like, I think your age it depends like you know what stage of life if your friends are still in your like friend group like like posse of like we're running around all together in a group like maybe they'll have a different view on like you and a person than if they're but my advice to this guy like I, I i hear what you're saying with like opening up about one thing about you like sometimes it's like i don't even know what i would fucking say you you're know just an like, open book just an open i don't everyone know I, knows I, everything I, I don't know I, everyone's got some shit that they I, like they prefer shit. not to talk about but i think like even like if you're gonna like put it in order like my advice like bring them bring a girl out to a friend hangout yeah that's like a vulnerable thing because then they make fun of you they give you shit and then they tell her things about you you see how she reacts to it is she excited about it i think that's a good first step to opening up it is a good first step but I do think at the end of the day, like the adult relationship, like if mm. you want like a real meaningful, serious relationship, it does require. And I don't think anyone doesn't have this. Even you, even no, no, you, no, no, Jared. I'm, I'm just saying I don't. I just say like, I don't know what to pick. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's like, the it's like, which one of all the fucked up things in my life should I like discuss yeah. first? Um, or just something that you don't think that you like don't let you kind of think about yourself or the, something in your family, anything, your friends, anything like that, that you don't like talking about. Mm. But that kind of like would help someone understand you a little more. Sure. I think that's important. Let's play some games. Let's play some games. Let's do it. Okay, this is from Grace Atwood, um, who I love. She's amazing. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Amazing at at sharing. Um, Fop. Fop. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if the fans are gonna like that as the, as the, the fops. Yeah. Um, so, red flag or deal breaker? They sign their text messages as in text one. Uh, great to see you tonight. Text two, David. <laughs> <laughs> I, it might be a deal breaker because they're, they're eighty and they might die soon. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> my dad. My dad does that with all of the, science text. Dad, yeah, we did that in the beginning of. Are they on Facebook? Do people do this? People anymore? on Facebook do that, and parents on really? Facebook they'll write like, "You and the kids look look wonderful, Susan." Susan. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's kind of nice if you are dating someone. Like, I think this is like a nice thing. It's like so old school. That maybe like they don't know that their name is at the top of your text. Yeah, yeah. Like they're just like, but I, I guess like then they might be the type to think that they're like better than everyone else because they don't use technology. I hate those people. Yeah, you know those people who were like, I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on Instagram. Oh, oh, whoa! <laughs> look at this. I'm very know? special. Oh my god! Look at you who doesn't need everything that people need in ge- everyday life. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I think, I think it's a red flag. I think I think red flag first time. 
or first first few times and then like a wrench inevitably i would have to be like you'd have listen, to bring it up. listen david your name's at the top i don't need you to sign why do, i would be like why do you sign your text yeah maybe then, he has a weird reason and then they'd be like, oh, i have, I have a, a crippling ocd I'm like oh okay <laughs> goodbye i need you to know who this is from <laughs> from andrea kisses their family on the lips not in a sexual way, but for an example, I kiss my family on the cheek when I say hi or bye, when some families kiss on the lips. What families kiss on the lips? And then she wrote, gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what do you think? Um, Red flag or deal breaker? Kiss, like, You're my, dating my, a guy, he says, bye mom, and then... Kiss on the lips? <laughs> That's too much. I think for a different person, it might just be a red flag. But for me, it might be able to be a deal breaker. I have a sensitivity around guys who are too close to their mom. And I have a very big sensitivity over people who are like too emotive. I don't even really like hugging someone's mom. Oh, I'm, really? I'm, I'm going to inevitably have to start like kissing their mom on the lips too. Yeah, you're in that kiss game. Yeah. My family's big kiss in the cheek family. Okay. Big. What uh, if they moved it to the lips? Men, women, You kiss babies. your dad on the cheeks? Kiss in the cheek. Okay. Um, Very European of you. It, we have an Italian vibe for such a not Italian family. Um, the the kiss on the lips is a deal breaker because I'm basically kissing her dad. Right? Yeah, I mean, there's no tongue. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> we're like, you know, it's kind of like transitive property. Yeah, it's <laughs> creepy. Know? You my, know? I'll kiss my nieces on the lips occasionally, but she's like four. I think it's fine. You do? A little bit. A little peck. Really? It's kind of cute. I guess with babies, that's a thing? Yeah. I think when they turn like six, it'll be done. Not like often, but like, (laughs) not like often, but I have, I don't know. They're like affectionate. That makes sense. But I mean like they, but like the, you know, at four, they're like kissing you, right? Like, yeah. Well, did you see that? We think we discussed this too. The Tom Brady thing with his like son. The Tom Brady thing with his son. Was that on the lips? I think it was. It was, uh, it was a little disappointing as a Patriots (laughs) fan to see. Let's do I don't know. Families are weird. I assume it's not sexual. One I more. Hope. From okay. Carly. The person you're talking to eats out literally every night of the week and never cooks. That is like all of New York. This I remember reading this email and she was like, be, she's like, you got to be more mature than that. I'm like, shit, I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be more. Well, I'd be 800 pounds. Um, yeah, I, I recently started cooking, but I, there's probably like several years where I only ate out or ordered in what i don't like about the order in people is they never understand why i can't hang out with them on a night like i'm the type of person that all in all out okay like my brother and i when we lived together we'd be like sitting together on a sunday and we'd be deciding if we're gonna like get like bacon egg and cheese sandwiches and we're like should we be healthy should we not be healthy and then we'd be like fuck it today is a, it's a wash so we would call unhealthy days a wash and, and then, then we'd, order- we'd eat everything okay but that also, if you eat everything on one day, you have to be good on another day. So the next day, I'd be like, I can't do this. And then if a girl was like, well, let's get drinks on a Monday. I'm like, on a Monday? I'm not drinking on a Monday. I'm not eating, I made this video where I talked about Monday bread. I'm not eating bread on a Monday, okay? I need to get my life together. And I have certain friends that are like, yeah, we'll go out Tuesday. We'll do a big drinks and dinner. I'm like, no, 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 no. I have to get my life together to live this So now you're, you're a healthy guy? One night a week at least. Canc- I gotta, I gotta do it. Canceling plans to be healthy. I've done it. Yeah, I've done it. And Good that, for it's, you. It's usually You're such a grown up order in girl mm-hmm. who's sitting there being like, "What?" And it's like, "Yeah, you can eat Chipotle every night and feel fine." I'm on the toilet all day. Right. 
Like I need some regularity and the people who cook, it seems like I can like, I could be like, Hey, if we're going to hang out, like I, I can't do food and they would like get it. Right. I think that's fair. Um, I, yeah, I definitely, it wasn't as, am an order out person. I'm trying to do it less, but like, there's a lot of people in New York who only order, don't know how to use their kitchens at all. They like pick something up, they order in like, they're just, I, yeah. I, yeah, I get that. Or I'll get, I used to get like the pre-packaged shit from like the supermarket. Sure. Like, um, I don't know. I'd be I, cooking. I'm, I'm okay with someone who only orders just cause I am. What are you slash ordering every night? What are, I don't know. You mix it up. Chinese. You're going Italian. Chinese on a Thursday? Yeah, fuck it. Bunch of Sushi? animals. This is someone. I'm a lunatic. Th- yeah, th- don't fuck with me. <laughs> this is someone with a naturally skinny body. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about this, going, I guess I'm just you know joining 600 pound life. I you guess can order, you, know? like, you can order in moderation. It doesn't mean you there's have to no order, such thing. You know, as, seamless is a lot of restaurants that no. don't have an order minimum. My family's motto is more, 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 and extra. Okay, well, you're, you're <laughs> an, an addict. You're an addict. addict yeah. Addicted to food. I don't know. I like to cook. I like to grill do a lot of grilling that sounds lovely that sounds like one of the more grown-up things i've heard about you (laughs) thank (laughs) you and on that note we will see you guys next week great show great show if i do say so myself (laughs) good pat on the back there listen if you're a listener uh we really appreciate you as we said at the beginning rate review subscribe tell a friend make it your instagram story if you're taking value out of this podcast listening on your commute listening at the gym listening wherever you may listen uh we appreciate that you take that value and we ask you to pass it along to someone that you know and love so we'll be back next episode thanks Batches.